Welcome to the Pop Culture Beast Carol. I am your host, Matt Riggs. I will take you along this journey with a comedian and three ghosts. These ghosts come and ask him about his love of pop culture, be it past, present, and future. This week's guest is Ben Bergman. Ben Bergman is a road comedian. I think that's a good way to describe him. He works in the Midwest, the Atlantic. He's in the Atlantic Ocean all the time telling jokes. Pacific Ocean, he's not allowed there. He's been banned. They will not book him in the Pacific Ocean. I don't want to go into it. That's his story. But uh, we're here with Ben. A wonderful time. It got somebody out in the hallway. I think they said something. Someone said they're lying. I'm curious. I should probably not comment on it. It is weird to be able to hear people while you're recording this. That was real life. Real life. No, it was a fun talk with Ben. It was a very good time. We uh, discussed his uh, pop culture past, present, and future, and then it gets real. Guys, I think it's our first guest where it gets kind of real at the end. So that's pretty cool. Um, so enjoy that. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the commercials. Those are my favorite part. No, I like the episode. I'm going to rank it. I'm going to go... Guest is always number one, and then I'm going to go theme song number two, and then I'm going to go commercials number three, and then uh, me number four. Although, to be fair, uh, everything after number one is me. Uh, Enjoy the show, enjoy your life, and I can't wait to talk to you at the end. It sounds like I'm getting sick. Hooray! As far as I know, viruses do not transfer through podcasts, so you are a lucky some bitch. All right, see you after the show. And that's why they call it elementary. Hey, Ben, how are you doing? I'm good, Riggs. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. No one's ever called me Riggs on the podcast. I, I like the sound of Riggs. I like it, too. Uh, moving to Chicago, I came from a, a Riggs environment where everyone called me Riggs, and then here everyone calls me Matt. Do you... you- so you do have a preference? I feel like I... I kind of like rigs. It's because there's, there's, there's other mats, but there's not other rigs. Nope. You're the only rigs I know. That's good for me. Yeah. Uh, I was at a show last night, and someone that was also on the show who I'd never met before said, I put up the picture of us, and someone liked it, and this girl that she knew, her brother was named Matt Riggs, but he was dead. Better for you. Yeah. Me? Yeah, absolutely. Screw him. <laughs> no. I'm sorry for her loss. Uh, I, I'm sorry, whoever that was. Uh, yeah, that's the one. My bad. I, I Google Matt Riggs. Do you ever Google Ben Bergman? There is some Ben Bergmans. Okay. There's an NPR Ben Bergman. Okay. Who, uh, well, he was with NPR for a while, but he's with uh, some news station, and I used to get mentioned um, by him, and I would like another people like they were trying to tag him actually. Okay. Uh, and then I'd retweet it, or I, you know, and just be stupid. Are you at Ben Bergman? Yep. So you got that. I do. Place hold that bitch. Nice. Thank you. I don't know who originally had at Matt Riggs on Twitter, but they somehow got rid of it one day, and I checked, and I was like, fuck it, I'll take it, because I was originally like Matt underscore Riggs or something like yeah. that, and now I got it. I got a hold of it. I just can't get MattRiggs.com. No, that's a tough one. Someone in Houston, Texas has it. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. They didn't pay for the extra money to not show who they are. And they don't yeah. fucking do anything with it. That's the worst, because they're just holding it, and they're like, yes. well, I want it because it's my name. It's like, well, you're not... Give it to me, you're baby. Doing with, yeah, I would do that. so much with that. Well, I would just basically transfer to the site I have now. My favorite um, 
this lady she tweeted happy birthday to my son ben and she like works in real estate mm-hmm. and i just replied and i was like thanks mom and i don't even know that lady <laughs> uh, and like there was a while i don't know she may or may not follow me anymore but like she followed me for a while after accidentally wishing me happy birthday yeah his birthday that would be very sweet that's how she thought twitter worked was like you just, just put your in name. the name sure of the person at your phone number and then yeah. see what happens. can you do no- you can do numbers right it'd be fun I to just know. do a weird phone number as your that could be cool like, do you have a hotline you have a Ben Bergman hotline where people can call in and find out all new Ben Bergman. Ben Bergman. Um, I would love to do like a storyline. I think that'd be fun. I know Maria Bamford used to do that. What is that? People would call a phone number and she would have recorded a message. Like told them either like a story from the road or something like that. Really? Yeah, it'd be a way of interacting with your fans and then at the end they could leave a message. That's cool. Like a Google Voice number I would think you could do that with. Those are free. They are free. Yeah. Maybe I should set up a Google Voice thing to get uh, audience interaction. Yeah, and get some, some callers. Yeah. that would. I don't know if I want that. Yeah, you don't know. That's, no. a, that's a whole other. We'll see if they email me first or at least comment on iTunes. Where would they email you at? Oh, well, I've probably already mentioned it, but matt at popculturebeast.com. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. I've yeah. received emails there from Stitcher. What did Stitcher have to say? Stitcher, they approved the podcast. Really? This podcast is now on Stitcher. Stitcher's a good app. But it doesn't update. I don't know how to make it update. It really? only plays the first episode. With That's Shane okay. Copeland, which is a fine time. Sure. But I've got multiple more episodes that don't show up on Stitcher. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone, if you know how to update Stitcher, please email me, Matt, <laughs> at popculturebeast.com, because I have no idea how to do it. <laughs> Stitcher, so... please. Jeremy Stitcher, I, I imagine <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> I, one of the things I like about that is you can fast forward or rewind 30 seconds. Oh, that would be good. So it's like it's like a nice way to listen. And you don't have to have an iPod. Like, you can just have a phone. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting away from, like, because I'm thinking about getting a new phone. And what do you have now? I have the Galaxy 3S. Do you like it pretty good? I do. Yeah. And I'd consider just getting a new one of those. But it's like, I can get an iPhone for fairly cheap through Sprint. Really? And it, Yeah. Like, through there, they do leasing now. It's almost like cars. They lease the phones. Because they're like, well, unless you want to own it at the end of two years. I'm like, these phones are fucking bullshit after two years. <laughs> after two years, none of them work. Yeah. Why do I want to keep this? I, I had to upgrade mine. I had, like, I have, like, a droid. Uh, yeah. And I had a droid razor, and it was like so. It was like six months past upgrade, and I just was like, a, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. So finally, like, it just stopped, and like the battery would just die. Like it would mm-hmm. just like there's it wouldn't function like as a basic phone. Like yeah. deleted apps and everything. And I think I got like a Droid Max for free because I looked at iPhones and I was like, oh, I should get this. And then I was like, oh, well, if you buy this, then you have no money in your bank account. This yeah. Day. And this was like a bad spot. So. It's a bad time. Got the free one, moved along. Free one is fine. I've been burned in the past with the free one. What did um, you get burned on? I got this Samsung Seek. <laughs> um, and it was like, <laughs> you would talk into it normal, and then it had that the QWERTY keyboard that you had to like flip up or something. Yeah. And I was doing a show at uh, some place here in Chicago where I had to like fake falling on the ground, and I fell on the phone, and it made it where I could no longer open it. So oh, I had to man. get a new phone from there. I miss the days of just the flip phone. Like I wish I could go back to it, but I'm my job. I'm so not like at a computer that I kind of need a computer in my pocket. Right. So I'm thinking about upgrading the iPhone, and they have the like you can get 16 gig, 64 gig, or 128 gig. 120 is excessive. Ridiculous. I bought the 128 iPod, iPod back in the day. It really? never came anywhere. Actually, you know what? I did fill it up. Really? Because I had a friend that had uh, downloaded a lot of music, and he and was I like, "Here, did you listen to all that?" No. 
There's no. like 23,000 songs. We, the thing is we like that, – that's like one of those things that like kind of like messes with my head where we collect all the stuff that we mm-hmm. never intend on using because yes. – it's in our head to scavenge, right? Uh-huh. You scavenge, and you're supposed to collect things because you're going to. Is need that it later. why? Is it, it is. because of back in the day we had to get like food, but now it's I got to get Funky Town. When you when you like pick up something in a store, or something and, like like you buy something for like a significant other, you're you're it's a form of scavenging, but you're doing it with currency. You know mm. what I mean? People used to find things like bringing a girl flowers. That's your. That's like oh, here's a thing okay. that I hope that she likes, so she likes you know oh, whatever. Never really thought about. I that appreciate way. you. Here are these. Yeah. Hmm. But I, th- hmm. I feel like that's it's because you do that, you know, for your yourself, your family, yeah. your loved ones, as you're just collecting things that you think you're going to use later. Which is why it's so appealing to get those those songs. You're like, yeah, there's yeah. all these songs I can listen to. But honestly, like I've I've never gone when somebody's done that. Like I have a bunch of things on my Kindle, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm old school. And uh, sure, people have a Kindle, they <laughs> no, can read. Um, and there's a, a lot of books on there that uh, someone put on there for me, which was really nice of them. Um, I don't, I'm probably not going to read them all. No. No, I have a, I have books on the bookshelf that I read. I'm never going to read them again. Why do I keep them? There's something about books, yeah, that does it for me. Like, and and I reckon I, I went through my bookshelf very recently, and I was like, all right, these were all gifts that you feel obligated to hold on to. Yeah, you're not going to read them. No, they go away once you've actually read. There is like a comfort of like wanting to go back and like, all right, well, yes, even though you may never do that, but at least it's you have the memory of that time that you read that book. Yeah. My mother has to move from where she is now, and she has all these books. And I'm like, you only read on your Kindle. <clears throat> Why are you taking these books with you? And she's like, you just don't throw away books. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> you, you don't need them. And the moment your eyes don't work anymore and you completely die, I'm going to throw away those books. All of them are going in the trash. Yeah. Or uh, my dad, I keep bringing it up on the podcast. It's not like I'm trying to be sad. My dad passed about six it's a party weeks ago. Yeah. They took all his books. Like he was a minister. They took all of his books. It was like eight crates of books to a half price bookstore, and they got thirty dollars. And he probably spent thousands of dollars on these books. So oh. books are useless now. Like they're not worth anything. There's an app, Bookscatter.com, I think. Yeah, something like that. Not that I'm plugging them or anything. No, I mean, kind of did. I plugged my dad's death, so it's so, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can scan the ISBN or whatever to see if it is, it's worth anything. To see if it's worth anything. Okay. And most are not because no. I scanned all the ones that I had. And they were like, there was like, zero, like they were selling for zeros. They had to yeah. pay for shipping, and then you get the book. That would be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But I also have all these DVDs that I'm not gonna ever probably watch again. Do, uh, really? You know, it never, never. I mean, I guess some of them. I don't know. I'm guessing they're just looking over there. I'm probably not going to watch. Well, I might watch Gross Point Blank again, but I've seen it so many times in my life. Why do I need to sit on a Saturday and watch Gross Point Blank? I've never seen that. It's a good movie. I think we have two copies. Really? Um, yeah, one. I think my girlfriend actually had two copies. So we have two copies. She had two copies. That's yes. really funny. Yeah. Not you had one, she had one. She's just no. like she's like in case one goes down. I think she bought a she bought a like John Cusack two pack that had like high fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to rhyme. A Cusack two pack. Um <laughs> Of like high fidelity and gross point blank, and then she also bought the movies individually. I've seen those those like this and this together. That's really funny. Yeah, the Cusack two pack. Cusack two pack. That's change your life. I hope someone that does marketing listens to this and steals that. <laughs> Just all these different Cusack movies together. Up, oh, worth it. It's the Cusack two pack. All that time I've been wasting listening to this podcast finally paid off. <laughs> finally paid off in a big way. Um, I'm not good at hoarding actually. Um, 
not you're talking scavenging. Some people consider it hoarding. It becomes it becomes hoarding. I every time I move, I throw so much stuff away because I'm like, I didn't even use this the entire time I was at this house. Why do I need to keep it? I feel like that's the like people who need stuff. When a friend is moving, how will move just for the stuff? Yeah, because I I'm the same way. Like when I'm moving, I'm like, I don't want to carry this. I don't want to take this. There's value in this, mm-hmm. but I'm not using it, and it's clearly something that could be used by somebody else. Yeah, like. I think last time I moved, I don't know, I've moved a lot in this city, like, excessive amount of times. But I gave away, like, bongo drums. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I wasn't learning how to play the bongo, even though that would be cool if I knew how to. It would be. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah stuff like I gave away, like, a bunch of bike parts, which is useless to anyone who doesn't work on bikes. And then sure. just, like, books and this and that. And it was just like, yeah, I don't want to move it. No. So you're happy to give it away. Yes. And if that person wants it, I might use it. That's great. I was moving once, and I had this little. Uh, I bought it for like three dollars. Uh, it was a little elephant table. It was like an elephant with the trunk up, and it had little sticky cups like on three places, and then like a fake glass thing was on top of it. I bought it at a Walmart just to have like a little table to put a dr- coke on. Sounds pretty funky. Yeah, and I <laughs> I broke the glass, so I just had the elephant, and it was fucking worthless. <laughs> So I'm going out to the trash to throw it away. I put it in the trash. I walk away. I bring something else out. There's a dude going through the trash. He's like, oh, is this all your stuff? I was like, yeah. He's like, can I have this elephant? And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Take that elephant. I could give a shit about that. But why are you asking? It's in the trash. Um, (laughs) Also, I don't, uh, I will never hand move again. That was courteous of him. Yeah, it was nice. It was courteous. Never hand move again? Never again. The last time I moved, we hired movers. Best thing I've ever done in my life. It's pretty great. It is. They were they moved from my girlfriend's apartment or her house when she's living with her parents, my apartment to here. Everything within two hours, and it was under three hundred dollars, and I didn't have to fucking touch a thing. I will never, I will never touch. I will never carry a bed up three flights of stairs again. It's just not going to happen. I, I like started like working out again. Yeah, and one of the reasons why is because I was like, I don't want to feel horrible after I help somebody move or I move. Like yeah. I don't. But it, it is so much better when somebody else does it because I've had it happen like twice. Yeah. It's so much better. If you pay for your own move, you never have to help anyone else move again. Because I feel like the only reason you have to help someone move is because they helped you move. So if you pay for your own move, unless you somehow befriend the people that move you, I don't see how you ever would have to move anyone that else again. is a brilliant point. Mm-hmm. I just that life is, hacked you. That was an opportunity cost that you just fucking... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by paying no, that no, money, no. I never have to help anyone. You're like I leave the cycle yeah. of pizza and beer. I'm out for exhaustion and and hating a Saturday. Yeah, it's worth the money. That's then then the money is like so so insignificant. Because when you're point. in the middle, let, let's say you were moving, right? You're moving. Last time I moved was from a second story apartment to a van to a third story apartment. All no elevators, right? That sucks. I had to pay probably close to $75 for the van at that moment if someone would have come to me and been like hey for $200 you don't have to rent the van and we'll we'll carry all of your stuff down and up would I have done it fuck yeah of course I would have <laughs> so why not just do it ahead of time yeah and you don't have to deal with your dumbass friends dropping. You. I have this lamp. I have this lamp right here. It's one of those dumb like you get when you're in college. Yep, I got. I had one. Twenty dollar like it's kind of six foot tall little lamp. Three switches. Got yes, three, three levels. It's Indeed, got, I think this one only has one. Kind of medium. All right. And uh, 
my the girl that helped me move fucking sat it down and it was raining and the whole thing just filled with water and i'm like so you just ruined that lamp even though it's not crazy expensive it's like what the fuck are you doing? You just Still ruined the lamp. Pay for. Exactly. Man. And if it was a mover, then they would have to look at you and go, "Oh, sorry." They wouldn't have done that because they're smart. Well, I had a one of the times I moved. I got no movers. The they broke a leg on my desk, and so then they were like, "Well, we'll reimburse you for the weight of the wood." Or what it was like, <laughs> it was like it wasn't. It was like okay. a, it was like a math equation, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna fuck you." Yeah. And this is how we're gonna fuck you. I have heard stories of people getting fucked. Yeah. By movers. So I mean. Still worth it. Yeah, no, it's still. <laughs> yeah, like you want which it. piece of my furniture do you just want to fucking hit with a bat? Yeah, and then if you move everything else, still worth it and the money. I completely agree. As long as the TV doesn't get broken, I'm fine. And I feel like they have the wherewithal to be like, TV's an item people get pissed about. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. especially in the city, you can move so fast; it's the best. Uh, what the hell's happening? Do you hear that? I hear something. By the way, you're gonna get visited by three ghosts in the night. By the night, I mean this podcast. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. I think one of them might be here. I thought I heard something that sounded like a ghost. Did you? Ghost. Ghost. Yes. What? Do you? That's definitely ghost. This is episode like five. You don't have to be shy. Just come in. All right. Oh, Ben. Hello. How are you? You're the sweetest ghost ever. Well, thank you, Ben. Let me introduce myself since Matt's such a jerk and didn't do it. I am the ghost of pop culture past. How are you, Mr. Bergman? I'm good. You, so nice to meet you. You're very nice to meet you as well. I've heard nothing but good things. Matt was emailing me. We set this up in advance. As all podcasts, they're very rarely spontaneous. And Matt was emailing me about you, and he said nothing but good things. So I'm glad to have finally met you and proved correct what Matt said. I've heard good things too, so. He talks so about us. He does. He says, he says, he said you're pretty knowledgeable about, uh, you know, current events and things that have happened. No, that's, that's the ghost of pop culture present. I'm the ghost of pop culture past. I own, yeah, can I? They it there's not really a he or she they we actually learned that they can put genitals in and out so they can be both but uh he only knows about the past she only knows about the, it I'm sorry oh, I didn't mean it's to. fine it's cool baby don't worry about it so Ben the seven million dollar question what do you have for lunch uh I only think I've eaten today is Oreos you you had Oreo cookies were they double stuff they weren't they were just single, single. stuff did you keep them as one cookie or did you pop it and then turn it into homemade double stuff just, just ate them straight up with my coffee I had Oreos yesterday, actually, as well. If really? you look inside that Dorito bag, you'll see an Oreo cookie thing because <laughs> it's very weird. But the day before, my girlfriend made a bowl of like frozen yogurt and crushed some Oreos on top of it. That's awesome. But she like she crushed them pretty large. It's weird when you crush Oreos that like the frosting, the filling just kind of goes away. Like I only tasted the cookie part. What's well, because it was in yogurt, right? I guess so. Well, the yogurt would mask the. The cream. What a valid point, Ben. You seem to know your yogurts. Uh, I guess. That's why granola is always a good choice because it's just dry, you know, clunkiness. So if it would have been chocolate ice cream, do you think I would have noticed? Yeah. All right. Well, you know, like when you go to like a a golden corral. Yeah. And you go to like the ice cream at the end and they have like uh, Oreo chunks, but they're usually not just like fine powder chunks they're just like kind of the weird jagged chunks yeah i noticed the cream in those more right 
That makes sense. I've never been to a Golden Corral. I've only been to a Ryan's Steakhouse. You ever been to a Ryan's Steakhouse? I have. Oh, don't you? I miss it. I haven't been in a long time. <laughs> I, uh, I, the last time I was in a Ryan's Steakhouse, uh, it was like when I had... Uh, other stuff family so i was with them i think at orion steakhouse okay i think i got like a western omelet <laughs> you just didn't go with the buffet or you got the omelet plus buffet i think it just went i think it just went omelet mm, i never went there Which and didn't just get the buffet yeah yeah who would go to golden corral and order an actual steak when you can just <laughs> get all the stuff off the fucking bar there's there i don't think you can can you order things like i think what well, I, I feel like they're more like a ponderosa where they have steaks that you can get and then you can add more to get the bar involved you ever go to Ponderosa? Pondo, as it sometimes my called? My dad used to take me and my sisters to Ponderosa. I miss Ponderosa, too. There you order a steak, right? Yes, yeah. it's usually pretty gross. It's pretty gross. At the I time, it wasn't gross to me because I was a kid. I guess so. So, Ponderosa, steak for kids. That should have been their motto. <laughs> Come to Ponderosa. We've got steaks for kids. That would have been a beautiful song if that was their motto. That would have been a beautiful song. Yeah. Do you, um, I don't know why, because we were talking about pop culture past. Uh-huh. Uh, That's why I'm here. Did you, Matt, did you ever own a Teddy Ruxpin? I did not. I had cousins that did, but I never owned one. Did you have like a My Buddy? I did not. I No, I never had a My Buddy. Did, I, I had a Heart to Heart Bear. Do you know what a Heart to Heart Bear is? It's not like a Care Bear? It's no, I had else. a I had a rip-off Care Bear. Uh, it was, I had a... It was bullshit. It was fake. But I, Heart to Heart Bear was like this really soft, cuddly bear that had like a heart inside. Not a human heart. That had been real fucked that up. That had been fucking weird yeah, shit. It was, it was like a plastic. Just bleeding slowly yeah, out right? of a fucking bear. This bear's getting red. Um, but it was like a piece of plastic that looked like a heart. You put batteries in it and you could s- you change the like ba-boom, ba-boom. But like you would sleep with it and like it would make like a heart sound. Was that pretty comforting? Yeah, it was kind of fun I for feel a like while. that would be very comforting. Yeah, it was kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. I had stuffed animals way later than I probably should have. Who cares? I guess. I don't know. Like, I had them into, like, my my high school years, I think. I have two stuffed animals right now. Very good. What are what are they? Sheep. You have, you have two sheep. Two sheep. I that just sheep. sleep in your bed? Just sleep in my bed. That's kind of cool, though. Yep. I have a woman. That's way better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sheep can be fun in a pinch. Ghost, you're being graphic. I don't appreciate it. Can you finally just ask Ben the question that you're here for? I wasn't just here for that lunch question. No, you were here to ask him. You know what to ask. Just ask him. All right, fine. Well, I got to get going. But Ben, hey, um, what were you into as a kid? You know, like pop culture based. Well, don't answer me now. I'm going to listen to the podcast. I want to hear about the all the other stuff later and i love those ads matt does it's really fun i'm a big fan of matt and uh you know follow him on twitter at matt Riggs. but uh, i'm gonna go but you and matt talk about it and uh, i'm gone so dramatic knows how to make an entrance and an exit yeah i like it the entrance was kind of bullshit but i really i do appreciate the exit the exit was phenomenal how old of a gentleman are you I am if you 30, mind, don't mind 33. 33, we're close in age. I'm a little older. Yeah. What were you into as a child? Like, what What were the things that you loved having around, pop culture-wise? Uh, it depends on the age, I think. Okay. We have just go from uh, zero to now. My sisters listened to Thriller when I was a certain age. And that okay. was like, that was... Um, Did the video creep you out? 
it, a little scary yeah, at the time. Yeah, creeped me out a little bit. Um, but I remember like that song being played over and over and over again on LP. I think on a cassette tape. Oh, you had a cassette. Oh, we had the record. Yeah. I had a record of of Alvin and the Chipmunks. It was like a Christmas album, and I yeah. had like a play school record player, and I would, yeah, I would. I would put that hot shit on there and, and play it in my mm-hmm. room by myself and just listen to the chipmunks. Sure. Funny little bunch, those guys. They, they're great. Have you heard their new stuff? I haven't heard their new stuff. Go to YouTube, type in Alvin and the Chipmunks songs, and there's so many like covers of newer songs on there. That's so stupid. It's fantastic. Fun. It's got to be fun. It's as good as I play Kids Bop a lot on my Pandora just to mess with my girlfriend. Like She'll hear a song and like, oh, I like this song, and then it's just kids start singing the song. <laughs> and she's like, God damn it. It's very, very fun. Um, so Thriller, sure, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Do you ever watch the cartoon? I think a little bit. Okay. I definitely like – there's there's so many – like as a kid, I had so many fond memories of, of uh, cartoons. I liked um, – what was Tailspin? Mm-hmm. Um, Are you just going to bust out the whole Disney afternoon? I had – yeah, the Disney afternoon. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was a nice – Duck of Tales. I feel like those were way better than – but of course, you know, you look at the – your adult eyes, maybe I'd think differently. But I like, bet if you watch Tailspin now, it would be enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Animaniacs didn't hold up as much, but I still really liked it. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think it would hold up now for kids like that age. Like if the kids the age we were when it was on, I don't think they'd give a shit. Yeah. But I think I can still watch it and appreciate what All it was weird, for that. It was just like weird. There's like a lot of weirdness that I enjoyed. Yeah. Just like, do you like George Went? Do you like beans? Would you like to see George Went in a bean eating movie? Like that. They just, the yeah. two survey ladies, they just keep asking those questions. Like, why did it's the like, kids oh. need to know about George Went? It was so, yeah. They're just yeah. injecting things that are like not a part of being a child into there. Which, For sure. Which made me wonder about those things, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think this is the question that I want to ask every male around my age. Did you own Crossfire? And if not, were you sad that you didn't own Crossfire? I I don't think I ever owned it. Do you know what you know what it is? Though, I right? remember it vaguely. From I do the it was commercials. Like, it was like a did you? you there's two people like shooting each other. That you'd shoot a little thing. It yeah, looks fucking badass. Really? I've never played Crossfire. And I always I never, wanted it. I never really. I felt like it was one of those things. Like I was a kid, I was watching commercials like that, and mm-hmm. I'd be kind of disgusted with the overhype of everything. Yeah. Um. Look at you, the artist. So no, young. I was, I was like, like you're the I, Andy Warhol of children. I was a pessimistic little bastard. Like, okay. Um, you're watching I, Muppet Babies, and you're like, ah, oh, I wish this corporate bullshit would get off the air, so I can go back to see what animals up to. I was annoyed with Muppet Babies because they took something. They're like, hey, here's Muppets, which mm-hmm. like. Um, Sesame Street and things like that creep me out because I didn't like the interaction between humans and Muppets. I was like, here's two worlds that don't <laughs> okay. exist together. Yeah. I know it's a TV show, but it bothered me. Sure, all right. And then I feel like that was like, all right, well, how can we make this more palatable to children? And it's like, yeah. see, this is what's in my core. And no, that's, that's fine. That's, but I that feel explains like a lot to me. Right there's now. an episode. There's a movie. One of the one of the first Muppet movies, maybe two or three. There's a scene where they have the babies. Yeah. Where like they go back in time and they're all they're all small children. Yeah. So I think they just took that idea and they're like, we could probably fucking make a cartoon out of this and we'll just get a lady with striped legs and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. They just show her bottom half. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows what the top half of that lady looks like. Nobody had to draw the top half. I imagine pretty fucked up. Yeah? Yeah. I imagine like probably facial scars and stuff. Which Muppet did you like? Ooh, I think I was like Ralph. Wait, I wanted to play Ralph? the piano, the dog. The dog. Yeah. The dog's was... a, he's a 
He's a he's a pretty badass character. Yeah, I was yeah. always a big fan of Ralph. You would think we should all say Fozzie because of our doing comedy, but I could have given a fuck about Fozzie Bear. Didn't really keep Fo- he was a weird he's a weird bird. Yeah. I mean Kermit's I mean, he's cool. a bear, but he is yes, there were sadly Kermit bothered me and so did Miss Piggy. Why? They those two I should like them because they just are just like a these sweet characters that just love each other despite the fact that they're just functioning two things. Mm-hmm. But I just she was loud and obnoxious. Yeah, she sucks. And annoyed the she just was so annoying like the voice everything about it yeah right was annoying and then the frog he's like he's like the worst part of me he's just no self esteem in this she gets pushed around by the pig and everybody else he's kind of a glue that brings everybody together a little bit he's supposed to be like the leader though right but yeah he's such a pansy about everything they just it's so. it does kind of show you though like as years go on I remember like a couple people throughout my life that I felt were like the center of my group of friends. Like there was always like one dude that just like brought everyone together. Do you ever have that? I know you what you're that? talking about. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Kermit was just that dude. They're they're not the best dude or whatever, but but they need to exist or that group group is that dead. group would it, have it, never been friends. It, it dissolves. Yeah. There's yeah. something about them that people satellite around them. Absolutely. Yeah. And if yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. So maybe that's the we'll just call that the Kermit the Frog effect. See now, that's making me appreciate Kermit more. Okay, I'm We're glad I could change your life this. here today. But before, but that, Kermit had to be in the middle because he's the first one. Like he was the first Muppet. Was he? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. there might have been other, but like he was on Sesame Street. He's the only one that crosses over all the worlds. Okay. Like Kermit has the ability to be on Sesame Street and the Muppet Show and all this other stuff. I will say this: I being that kind of crumudgy old man view of as even as a child as some of those things as i got older um i definitely hit a point where i was like why are you why? like because i because i was like you don't watch cartoons you don't watch this because you're you hit a certain age because i think you're trying to define yourself like as a as like a an adult as mm-hmm. a man as those things and then i hit a point and i was like nah man you can still enjoy that and i went and i got muppets in manhattan okay with the girl i was dating in nashville uh, we got high, ate ice cream, and watched it, and it was fucking so much good, fun. It was, a good it was time. so much fun. Dabney Coleman, sure, it's a good time. Yeah, he was like the villain kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the doctor from Star Trek. She's the receptionist. Um, Star Trek, the next Star Trek generation. guy. You, yeah, next generation. Yeah, my family was a big Star Trek. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I I rarely have that conversation with anybody, but I did watch the Next Generation all the time. Okay, it was the only thing that was on late. And yeah. I'm not saying that, like, oh, I just watched it. I didn't have cable. I never had cable as a kid. But I got into it, and yeah. I liked it. We had, and I when I went back for the thing with my dad not living, um, we had, like, a cedar chest that we bought in Tennessee. It was for video cassettes. And it literally says on it, it's pretty big. It's probably about three feet by and probably about was two it, feet deep. It was specifically for DVDs. No, it was for VHS back VHS, in the day. Sorry. And it it's literally like if you open the lid, someone in a marker split it into three sections, was like blank, um, movies, and then Star Trek the Next Generation. And we had like every episode of Star Trek the Next Generation on VHS. We would just record it every week. Even though we would watch it live, really? we would also just record it to have it. Did you did you go back and watch much of it? Probably back then. Yeah. Yeah. Now if it comes on BBC America, I'll check it out here or there. But it's so corny now compared to and I think that's what some people love about it. Especially the sixties version or whatever. That's so fucking it's ridiculous. Fucking, it's, it's super But corny. I didn't get in I got into the movies first because my my parents were into it, so I got into it. Yeah. And then the Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. No, I liked it. I mean, I liked Data. I think their ver- their movies were not the best. Yeah. Um, 
of the Star Trek movies. Data was cool. I mean, the the visor alone just makes him, like, interesting. Oh, he has no visor. That's Jordy LaForge, friends. Wait. Data is the android. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm thinking of... All right, see, it's been a while, Mm -hmm. all right? It's been a while. And I I never had these conversations, so I just would intake and never... Worf. If it was a family thing, then we would probably talk about it. And I'd be like, hey, Worf's pretty cool. He's got that thing. I was. Uh, with the ridge in his head. This is going to go off on a tangent, but come back to Star Let's Trek, do I it. promise. I was on OKCupid okay before yep. I met my lovely lady friends. Yep. And I was talking to this girl, and it turns out that she knew, allegedly, I don't know if this is true or not, she knew the lady that played Counselor Troy. She had befriended her online and knew this lady. So I told her, I was like, Oh, that's interesting because I feel like back in the day, Counselor Troy was like sort of a beat-off fantasy that I had. <laughs> and she's, I said that to her because, yeah. you know, I was really trying to get ladies. Yeah. Like, and she's like, oh, I'll tell heat. her. So allegedly there's a chance that Counselor Troy knows that some random dude that she's never heard of. I'm sure she's heard this from a lot of people. She's probably heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, that body was, suit. She the, was she the black lady? No. Oh. Black lady? What are you talking I'm about? I'm all over the place. All you right? might be talking about Voyager. Did you like Voyager? I watched with Deep Space Nine as well a little bit. De- yeah, I there don't was, know that was, was there a black lady on Deep Space Nine? It was the, that was original. Is what I'm thinking of. No, the original Star Trek: The Next Generation. No, the original Star Trek is that that was there was a there black, was a black lady. That's on what that. I'm thinking of. Oh, her. You're talking about Uhura. the girl. She was like kind of olive skinned and she had long dark hair. Yes, she yes. was Betazoid. Okay. She could read people's thoughts. Yes. Okay, yeah, she, she was doing it. She ended up with Riker, but... No, she ended up with Worf. No, I think she ended up with Riker. She dated Worf for a while. She dated Riker before. Worf, real alpha male, isn't he? Well, I think that's the Klingon I way. think that's that whole... They just are all born alpha males. I believe so, yes. Yeah. There's not a beta male. And, and although his son seems kind of a beta male at yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's I right, like, guys. I like that you, I, you dropped that out there, that you were just like, hey... Oh, you know her? We'll let her know. Yeah. Spank bank, that lady. Yeah. I think I was a little more nice about it than just be like, yeah, I used to beat off to Maria Sirtis. I think that's her name. But, that's uh, a sexy name. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, from time to time, look for naked pictures of her on the That's internet. a sexy name. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. I may have got that wrong. Um, well, Ben, we got to take a break. Okay. But we're going to be right back after these wonderful advertisements. And uh, we'll be back. Sweet. Isn't today's guest amazing? Oh, he's so good. Check out more about him at his website, benbergman.com. Oh, let's go there right now. I'm going on my computer. Let's go to Ben Bergman. Nope, sorry. It's benbergmancomedy.com. So don't go to benbergman.com. I believe we talk about that in the episode. Ooh, he wrote something about Evander Holyfield in 2014. And then before that, he wrote something in 2011. And then 2010. Okay, well, maybe he doesn't... Uh, 2009. It seems as though he writes something once a year. That was two things in 2009. Uh, you can check out some clips there. You can see a picture of him. Oh, there ought to be a picture on the Pop Culture Beast. Got his appearances. Uh, can read his about. It's going to take a second to load up. Let's read his... Oh, that's his appearances. At some point in time, it doesn't give the... No, these are these are good. Um, he was at Cracker. Well, that's already passed. What's coming up here? Today is, I'm recording this on the 24th. Oh, he'll be at the Rosemont Zanies this weekend. That's exciting. Spending a couple of days in Wisconsin. Heading to Ohio. Uh, doing a couple of weekend in Columbia, Missouri, if you're a fan. 
Back up here to St. Charles, St. Charles, St. Charles, St. Charles, St. Charles. So if you like Ben Bergman, he's going to be in the St. Charles Zanies a lot in April. So go to BenBergman.com. Maybe him hearing this will make him update his website. Yes, that's right. I use this podcast for guilt. Go to BenBergmanComedy.com. Do you like to have fresh breath, but sometimes you eat fish or something, and you drive around and you're like, oh, shoot. I forgot to brush my teeth before I left my house after I ate that fish. What am I to do? Well, I've come up with the best invention. It's called car gum. They literally have containers that fit in your cup holder. You can do car gum. You pop some gum in your mouth. You don't even have to leave it in there that long. The the taste, the flavor, the aroma of the gum will get rid of that fish. So you're trying to get rid of fish? Use some car gum. Car gum at most local realtors. Nope, probably not, because realtors deal with selling houses at most local retail. Hey, that's it. What would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry and the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money? That's not what I would do. I would do something else. Back to the show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Hey. Oh, how do you feel about that break? You doing good? I'm relaxed. Yeah? yeah? Really? You know, when you spend four hours just chilling in between the segments, it's a good time. Stretch my toes for a second. We went out and checked out the stars because it's nighttime now. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. Literally five seconds later, we started <laughs> up again. Psych! In your face? Um, <laughs> you yeah, thank you for that. What? Not leaving me uh, hanging on the psych. No, that was I'll, good. I'll psych anybody. Yeah, you did. I um, made a joke about psych the other day. Oh, uh, there's a comedian in Chicago who off he has been in psych wards. I don't want to give out his name. Uh, I think you know who I'm talking about. Bipolar. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I did this show with him, and he does a thing where you can just ask questions about being in the psych ward. And no one was really asking them, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna try to be funny." And I was like, "Are you allowed to go around and like fake give people like give people a high five and then move your hand and say psych?" And he was like, "Oh no, I've never, I never did that, but I'll do it <laughs> next time." And I'm like, "All right, cool." Next I'm, time he goes in, one? allegedly he's going in soon. I don't know. He's Psy- like, yeah, yeah, maybe it's like maintenance. I wonder if you check his website if it just uh, all right. I got this show, this show, and then I'll be in the psych ward he's for a week. Stable, but has a website. For him. I don't, I don't mean that as a, as it's a, not hard I, to have a Tumblr. I'm not, I'm not trying to attack you either if you're listening. I doubt that he is. I doubt that, yeah. And we haven't said exactly who he is, although we did give out the word bipolar, which Very is a innocuous. fairly, yeah, people yeah. know in the people local know. area. But national, this is a worldwide, worldwide podcast. podcast. This isn't on the LWW. It's worldwide, not local wide. If you're in Dubai, you got to really search to find out who that comedian is, right? Yeah. Dubai. Yeah. Why don't you Dubai a better computer? <laughs> So dumb. I know someone that lives in the UAE. <laughs> you like that? What is the UAE? United Arab Emirates. It's oh, like yeah? in that area. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know a guy that I used to work with at Potbelly Sandwich Works. Really? Uh, he teaches English over there. Yeah, so there's a chance he might listen to this. What's What's interesting to me is as I hear you say where that place was, mm-hmm. I've heard it before, but I think about it, I go, well, that's a place that's like above me. Right. Yeah, that's just based on the name and the distance I'd have to travel. The like, United Arab Emirates. Like, yeah, why would I ever go there? Well, it's like it's like um, where there's other places you think of, and you're like, no, nah, it's beneath me. And I it's would not. It's just a place. No, you can easily go there. Yeah. Like I would think, if they have a king, I will never be there. 
But I mean, you can go to England, England. They have a queen, and they'll have a king in our lifetime, probably. Stupid. Because she'll die. So stupid. So soon, I hope. Um, I can only hope. I have no concern for the queen. No. The only thing that was great of that monarchy was the king's speech. I enjoyed that movie a good deal. I haven't seen that. It's okay. I don't want to ruin it for you. It's it's history, but uh, I should go watch that one too. Yeah, tonight. Yeah, and then write back and send a letter. By the time this goes up, I'll read it on air. That'd be good. And I'll play that Civil War music that they play in this documentary of the Civil War. Yeah. Dear Matt, I saw the King's Speech. <laughs> it was okay. I don't know why you said it was so great. All right. Well, it gotta was, go. It was it was like mild salsa. I can do with it. I can do without it. Yeah. I like. Yeah, I don't really like salsa that no? much. No. What's your favorite thing to dip a chip in? Uh, Chili's has this queso dip that's yeah. really good. Queso mm-hmm. dip can be wonderful. I recently, for the Super Bowl, I made that mix of like hamburger, uh, the tomato rotel or whatever it is. Uh, you get it in a can. It's it's kind of like salsa a little bit. And then Velveeta. I melted that all together and it was fucking delicious. I can see that. My poops were off for a little while, but it <laughs> was delicious. Are you pretty attentive to not to die? To my poops? I feel I am, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I I try to make sure that I poop well. I bought some fiber pills. Did you ever try the gummies? No. Gummies are nice. Are they good? What's a gummy? Yeah. So where fiber pills are like, oh, I'm taking a pill. Like gummies, you're like, I'm eating gummies. Oh, there's fiber in it. I took, I puked once while eating Lifesavers gummies, and I've never been a gummy fan. Oh, really? Well, then it would destroy it. Because I feel like that's one of those things that – if you make something that you have to do just a little fun, yeah. that it increases your likeliness of doing it. But if you have a bad experience with gummies, you're fucking never going to It's gonna not going to happen, I don't well, think. Toss that. Although I don't mind gumdrops. Is it like a gumdrop? No, it's like a gummy. It's like mm. a, yeah. Mm. And, I, you know. But we were talking about drinking water before the podcast. If I drink as much water as I said I did, I'm usually pretty good. Really? Yeah, water really helps the digestive Does system. It? Yeah, it's probably it yeah, keeps it uh, keeps it moving. I got the fiber pills because I had a very bad hemorrhoid. Very yeah? bad. Yes, it was horrible. That's the that's the worst. <sighs> so bad. Yeah. So bad. It's not fun. No, it wasn't fun. It's like, and I'm going to be very graphic. So I'm, if you're I'm, listening, and Ben, I apologize. I'm here for you. Uh, it was like every time I took a shit, I felt like I just ripped a scab open all the ah! way. It was horrible. That's like, uh, 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 like I've, I've had hemorrhoids. It's like you're like you're content, and then suddenly you're like, "There's a lima bean on my ass." Yeah, this is horrible. It's real strange. It's like the most yeah. And it's you're like I never want this to do th- whatever I have to eat to yeah. not have this happen. But I still not. seem to bring it back from time it's to time. Here's what I did, and I don't know if you knew that you could do this. If you get in like a bathtub and like get it all uh, like moist and stuff, mm-hmm. you can kind of push it back in. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. You got to be delicate with it. But like, there's like bath salts you can get. Yeah. And like, you just kind of soak in the tub for a while until like probably till your asshole gets even prunier than it is sure. already. And then you just kind of finagle it a little bit. You can kind of push it back in. That's a life hack right there. Mm-hmm. It's a life hack. Life hack It's on a the hemorrhoid butt. life hack. <laughs> yeah. I didn't... Uh, I'll give it up for Dan Friesen. He told me that. Really? Yes. Look at that innovator. Yes. You did it, Dan. I hey, feel like Dan. I might have done that once in the past. I There's one time where I, I bled through my pants. It was real gross. Oh, man. Yeah. Not proud of it. Does no, there's that's that's just a fact of life that's just unfortunate. Like it is. You know, like um 
God, I had to, that, that had to hurt so bad. I had hemorrhoids from an early age because of working at Hardee's. Really? I would eat their shitty food, and then I would shit a lot, and I would use their horrible toilet paper, and I think it brought it out. The two of those things combined, because I'm sure their toilet paper was like sandpaper. Like, it, was it was like, like the like, cheapest toilet paper you could get. It was like the get. most uncomfortable, yeah. awful. Because they don't expect everyone to shit there every day, but when you work there, you shit there every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm, yeah. Especially if you're like in the back, and you're like, I just need to go sit down for a second. That's the perfect time to shit. <laughs> it's the perfect time to shit like that's the same as like people who work at starbucks are probably so over caffeinated like like it's probably they probably have to drink like four times what a normal person would drink uh just to get that just to get that buzz yeah you're You're a coffee person no i gave up caffeine and i say that i still eat chocolate if there's caffeine and chocolate it can get inside me but people people love when you're like i gave this up they love to just like well what about this what about this (laughs) point i'm like flailing your face on what you're missing out yes like i gave up mcdonald's wendy's and burger king two years ago and I originally said fast food, but then I adapted it because with my job, I'm out and about all the time. I'm going to have to eat somewhere. Where do you I'm, eat when you're like... Like Cadoba or Arby's yeah. or something like that. It's, it's not all the time, but it's like I have to get food that's made fast. Because Yeah, because you're working. Yes. Um, I know I don't, I'm not going to try to bring you back to something that, that you wouldn't want to do, but yeah. Burger King has uh, a chicken sandwich. If you get it, no man. It has like 25 grams, 30 grams of protein. Yeah. It's like four grams of fat it's like a, a nice i know thing. it's good for every place every one of those places has an option that would be good for you but if you but walk in you're like the walk in the door the, yeah yeah because you're like oh well that's there but yeah this thing is delicious although to be like fair now the last time i went into mcdonald's it was just used a bathroom on a car trip the fucking place smelled atrocious atrocious yeah because yeah. i'm just not used to having that in my body i was like oh this is fucking gross i went yeah, it's so processed and so like yeah. it just destroys your body. It just doesn't smell real inside there. I was somewhere like in the it was like it wasn't the south side of Chicago, it was like this it was like southwestern sub- suburbs or whatever. I was doing a show uh and I went into McDonald's and it was like it was like I had to I had to drop one. And like I went in there and it was so bad. I was like I can't. Yeah, I'd the ra- bathroom was so gross. I'd rather go to a parking lot by myself and just poop in a parking lot and it's yeah. freezing cold i went in there and i was like i was like that's not human like whatever did that like it looks like an animal chewed up or like another animal and it shit that and like, really it was like not it was like is that a bone in that like that is not, that is that is, not it was uncomfortable i don't understand why people treat the bathroom like complete shit in a Gosh. public place it's not that hard right although sometimes the toilets don't work that's true Oh, I heard someone talking about toilets and I get excited. I'm a real porcelain fetisher. Hello, what's your name? Hey, what's up? I'm Ben. Oh, hello, Ben. I'm the ghost of pop culture present. We talked about you earlier. What? I got mentioned? You did. You got a little name drop. Was it in a good way yeah, or a bad? We mentioned current events and we're saying, and then it was like, oh, well. Yeah, ghost of uh, present is it's gonna be around here soon. Yeah, we're not talking bad about you. All right, I don't know. I don't listen to this podcast. I listen. Do you want to know what podcast I listen to? What? What? What is? It? I'm guessing it's in the present. What is it? Yes, I only listen to podcasts that are currently being recorded. <laughs> so right now, as we record this, um, an episode of uh, Comedy Bang Bang is being recorded in Los Angeles, California, and I'm listening to it, and it's the funniest. Scott Ackerman, you're hilarious. 
I do think Scott Ackerman is very funny, yeah. so that would I wish I could be there, but I'll have to wait for it to come out on uh, on Monday, I guess. Well, he may be banking episodes, so you're gonna have to wait longer. But I'm listening to it now, so go fuck yourself. Well, calm the fuck down, all right? Just because you can be everywhere at once doesn't mean that you're cooler than me. Yeah, it does. All right, it's kind of a sweet perk. I mean, hey, you know it, baby. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this, but all the ghosts seem to say baby. They're sassy. Sassy yes. bunch. Well, I'm a sassy guy. I can be wherever I want in the present all the time. I got no worries and I don't care about the future. I'm here. I'm not queer because I have no genitals, but if I did, I'd suck your dick. Well, that doesn't make sense. You can suck his dick without genitals. I don't have lips. All right. That's fine. Well, you did, it's, it's a guy, though. So it chose a, you chose a gender. No. So you can, you can, you're like, uh, you can flip to whichever gender. I can you have want. sex with whoever I want. I thought you don't have genitals. So you just have oral sex. I have, uh, no, I finger most. Of the time, so you, so a little handy sex. Yeah, yeah. You ever get a hand job from a ghost? No, but uh, that's interesting. Seems like you might be interested. It's a. What does a ghost's hands feel like? Have you ever you ever eaten like a custard pie? Do you know a custard pie? I've had some custard pie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. Imagine forceful custard on your dick. I don't know. I don't know if that sounds like something that I want. You know you want it. Calm down. Calm. Could you just ask the question? Like this episode has gone later than it should. We need to. We need to bump it up. Oh, okay. Ben, you you were saying that you like something. I interrupted you. Oh, forceful custard was a funny. Made you laugh? Yeah. Forceful, forceful custard, custard on your dick. What was the... You remember Bob drop, some, drop uh, a question. I have to ask you the same question that I ask every week. You would think that this fucking idiot over here would come up with new, more interesting things for us to talk about. The podcast is called Pop Culture Beast Carol. You have one job. You're lucky that I even let you say more than that. I could just take the clip of you asking the question and just put it into the podcast and then you wouldn't even have to be here anymore yeah you try it fat boy you fucking try it and you see what happens no i like having you here i don't appreciate being called fat boy i'm more of a fat man um but i want you to be here but just ask ben the question please all right ben yes what pop culture are you currently into? I'm going to stick around for this if that's cool. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know why you guys leave all the time. Ben, what do you like pop culture-wise? What are you into right now? Um, It's it just uh, was the Grammys with Kanye. You like the Grammys? No, I didn't even watch the, the Grammys. But I'm always, like, he is somebody that interests me because there's things that you, I really enjoy about him. It's mm-hmm. things that I kind of... I'm annoyed with at the same time. I was, but he, he does he does shoot, he does find a way to permeate and continue to be in conversations. That is makes true. Me, makes me wonder if if that's his you know his whole goal. His whole goal, yeah. Um, I did find it annoying, and I I will say that I'm uh, I've been a Beck fan for a long time. Yeah, since 
I, I thought Mellow Gold was all right, but I think Odelay is a fucking great album. It's fun. There's it like was a period of Beck that's really fun. It was a really fun, weird. I never heard something yeah. as weird as this. Here Indeed, and then he followed it up by like kind of a sad album, and then a real funky album, and then like another sad album, and then kind of a fun. Like he had like a five to six album period where I loved Beck. So the fact that you would call out how Beck's not an artist. It's pretty shitty. It's real shitty. And uh, my girlfriend was telling me this. Like, you have a girlfriend, you fatty. You're going to have to leave if you're going to keep calling me a fatty. Like, I understand that you don't have a body. So, and you have custard, which, to be fair, made me hungry. So maybe you're right on the fatty thing. But, like, you're going to have to get out of here if you're not going to be nice. All right, I'll try. There was a thing on BuzzFeed. Sorry about that, Ben. Sometimes I argue with the ghost. There was a thing on BuzzFeed where it listed the people that, like, wrote the songs for Beyonce's album yeah. and then the people that wrote the songs for Beck's album. Right. So be, the one on for Beyonce was like 13 people yeah. and then the, well, the one for Beck was Beck. Which is he's, insane. Yes, How do you not say he's an artist? He's clearly an he's artist. clearly... Yeah. Like... Beyonce's a singer. Yeah. He wrote, produced, did everything. She's... I mean, what she does, I mean, she's great at, but sure. it's an orchestrated event. Yes. To just to just to push somebody aside like that and pretend like they're not an artist is mm-hmm. it's bullshit. Every person that was nominated, especially when you're so tightly connected to that person, like like that's like, oh yeah, well my brother's the best boxer. Well, is he the best boxer? I don't have a fucking boxing brother. Yeah. Okay, doctor is my, my brother's the best oncology doctor. Is he the best, or are you just dis pushing other people aside based upon your mutual interest in him and the fact that you know he's within your circle or whatever, and it's crap. Hey, you might want to give Matt your doc, your brother doctor's info because he's going to fucking die soon if he doesn't see a doctor because he's a real fatty. All right, get the fuck out of here, you ghost. All right, he got out. Hey, I'm right, sorry cool. about that. Don't worry I feel about like it. I might have antagonized you. Might wanna, yeah. I might want to get that number. Yeah. Um, the ghost, it's fine. We've got a real love hate relationship. You get one but custard kinda, you know, hand job from a ghost, and they think and they, that they owe you hang something. Hang around indefinitely. It's pretty good. So, so he back back wrote his whole thing, and yes. then she had an, an orchestra, a posse of people that were working on it. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that she's artistically like less. She, yeah, yeah. But to say that he to, to like just put it back in a place and say that he's not an art—that's crazy. Here's the the thing that I saw that was interesting. Um, there was a, I forget where I saw it, but it was a bunch of things of Kanye, and and he was he was receiving awards, and he was saying, "Nah, I didn't have the best album," and then he <laughs> gave it to somebody else, and they said, "Nah, I didn't have the best whatever." Yeah, he got somebody else. So what? Now that's interesting because it it shows that he's it's not just a self-absorbed thing. Sure, but what he's doing there is saying that my opinion is more valid than everybody else's, and you're sitting at the Grammys, yeah. right? So you're buying into whatever that is. Every person in this room voted for those awards. Right. So every person in there voted for those awards. You're buying into the pro- – because if you didn't give a shit about it, you wouldn't show up. So sure. he's showing up, and then he's going, nah, your opinions don't matter. Yes. My opinion's the most mattered opinion. When you're not even in the category, no, you're standing up. It's I. Uh, he had some tweet like, uh, this is so petty. It's yeah. so petty. Because I do like his – I like a lot of things about him. Yeah. Um, some of his music's all right. Um. But he had some tweet about like uh, me and my girl met the president, and I tweeted at him. I was like, "You remember when you were the president, or what, do you remember when President uh, Obama said you were a jackass?" <laughs> Which he totally did. He yeah. did it for interrupting Taylor Swift the first time off camera. People were interviewing him, 
and there was uh, somehow like a, a mic picked it up, like somebody accidentally left it on, and he called Kanye a jackass. Yeah, that's what he said behind closed doors. Okay, not like, hey, I'm saying whatever. He felt like he was a jackass. I just feel like that's. Oh, you can call someone out for being a jackass and still be good friends with them, right? It's true. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've certainly not been listened a, to any other episode of this podcast. I've, I've certainly been. A I jackass. have ripped on you like no other. You should. Yeah, the whole time. Like I just that orange hat. No, I've not. Can you guys see the orange hat? No. Well, you just have is that to. for uh, what, who's that for? It's Auburn. A, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, sure. Those that was my first ever team that I liked. Really? Yeah, because I grew up in Indiana, and we didn't have the Colts yet when I was younger. So we were Bengals fans. Like when they went to that Super Bowl in the early '80s, when they played the 49ers the Icky first Woods. time. Yeah. That, say, Icky Woods would have been later. Icky Woods would have been like '89. They went to another one with like Chris Collinsworth in the early okay. '80s. Yeah, I was a fan. I was a fan both times. I think I wanted the Bengals to win both times because we would listen to our radio. I would listen to 700 WLW out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Yep. Um, so I was a big AM radio person. So I listened to a lot of radio from Cincinnati. That's like funny. Uh huh. No, it's funny. It's funny to say I'm a big AM radio person. I love AM. But at yeah. the, at, especially at the time, like, yeah. What else are you gonna look? You know, there's not stuff because it travels further. Yes. Than FM, right? Yeah. That's how that works. Sure. That's the only thing I know about the difference. Mm-hmm. So you could pick up something from a further distance. Which would make sense that you were yeah yeah um, we were listening to Cincinnati where, all the time. We're in Indiana, a little town called Newcastle. Newcastle, kind of close to like uh, Muncie. Muncie, uh, I'm familiar with. Yeah, okay. that area, Richmond, right. home of the world's largest and finest RV. Yeah, owned by a man named Tom Raper. Tom Raper. Mm-hmm. Tom Raper RV. The best As job anyone get. raped ever got. Every every time, every time that commercial comes on, mm-hmm. whether you want to or not. You just hear it. You hear Raper. Tom Raper yeah. RV. And mm-hmm. you never go, oh, it's just a guy's name. You always go, oh, that's the Raper. Like, yeah. It's, it's there. Yeah. Where did that name come from? Why wouldn't you change it? Yeah. Just change it. Yeah. You it's know, not like, that hard. Give up. Yeah. Give up on that. He came to our church once. Like he came and spoke at our church. Tom Raper did. What was he like as a person? Eh, fine. Serviceable minister. He was fine. But it was just the fact that Tom Raper from like the TV commercials came to our church. It's not a good. It's a. It, at some point, that is a very bad name. Yeah. To just be a teacher. I, I think at the point that rape became uh, physically assaulting someone else sexually, that's the day raper became a bad name. So at what point, you know, like how long down the line of having that name did that, did that how long has been rape been? Oh. Well, there's the phrase rapier wit, right? Isn't sure. that a thing? And isn't it like the thing that you use to sword fight? Isn't that something? Can be a rapier. Yeah. yeah. But it's not so raper. It it's came, rapier. Yeah, but maybe it came from that. Maybe it, when it, they came to Ellis Island, it changed from a R-A-I-P-E-R to R-A-P-E-R. Was and your name doctored at all? Riggs? I don't think so. There might be. It might have been an O Riggs or yeah. something. Because I think Riggs is Irish, and then the other side of the family is like Scottish or something. Really? Like that. Yeah. They took an N off the end of my name. Yeah. Because we did, my my ancestors moved before World War One, and then during World War One, um, people were discriminating against Germans. Mm-hmm. Um, so sort they of took, makes sense. They took the N off, yeah. and that's all. Just one N. That got rid of it. One N, and they're like, "Oh, well, you're cool now." <laughs> There's a story about here in Chicago. There's a restaurant called the Berghoff downtown. I'm familiar, yeah. And it was here in Chicago during World War One, and people stopped going there because it was German food. Yeah. But it's bullshit because five of their sons were fighting for the United States in World War One. But people were like, it's German. We can't go there. They changed the name of the Cadillac Palace Theater because it was something German. They had to change it or people wouldn't go there anymore. Yeah. 
It's like that whole freedom fried bullshit from yeah, when we were like, younger. It's like, oh, the French are stupid. Well, not. Are you, are you taking one little microchasm yeah. of the universe and then are you painting the rest of it with that? Although, to be are. fair, freedom dressing was delicious. <laughs> I'm a big fan of freedom what dressing. Is freedom dressing? It's French dressing. <laughs> they call it freedom dressing. No one ever was went freedom it, but dressing. Wasn't it delicious when it was French dressing? No. No? It tasted real bitter. Real bitter. Real bitter. <laughs> you just put it on some freedom fries? No, I put it on French fries. I put freedom dressing on French Get fries. Get the fuck out of here. I wanted to feel bad about myself. Ah, it's so easy to do. It's so easy to do. Ugh. Ugh. Concerted effort, though. Really pushes the envelope. I don't even think it's an effort. I think I just feel bad. That's like the default. <laughs> it's like when you reset the game, it's just you feel bad about yourself and you have to work on feeling good. That's uh, Yeah. I, I, I'm in that I'm in that headspace. I actually, I don't think I am. No? No, I, I really like me. I mean, I've podcast myself twice a week I, I love getting my voice out there i love listening to my voice i'm a big fan of me i fluctuate yeah so good for you i feel like you have to be a big fan of yourself yeah i feel like if you're in that gear then everything else is like smaller everything's good yeah do you like spending time with yourself um i do all the time yeah i'm by myself 85 percent of the time 80 percent of the time sure yeah um because i don't really you know i don't have a day job i just do comedy and then mm-hmm. even on stage you're just like waiting to go up so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah so i i'd have to say yes but i it's it's in such excess that like i enjoy you know you like to bump that down to like 60 bumped percent. it down and then i'd probably appreciate it more sure okay yeah uh i'm currently on like a, a layoff that's like paid so like i'm not poor Shit, yeah it's pretty fun yeah but like when I'm not laid off, I'm going to look back at this time and be like, oh, I wish I was still laid off. I wish <laughs> I had all that time. But now it's like, I could go for a couple of days of work, probably. I mean, yeah. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to get out and about and do stuff. It probably makes podcasting twice a week easier. It does make it a lot easier. I'm kind of trying to bank these episodes so like, when I go back to work, it's it's easier for me to do stuff on. Nicely done. Mm, thank you. Um, all right, we got to get this other ghost out here. Ghost number three, where are you? I'm over here. Okay, will you come and play? I don't know, I'll think about it. Well, this is dumb. Why don't you just come already? Because I like to be coy. Well, why don't you stop? Because there's no way Ben is enjoying me singing this song. I don't know. I think he might be into it. I don't think anyone that's listening is into it. I don't know. I think they might be. Could you just come over here? All right, my man. Hello, Ben. How are you? What up? I'm still good. Doing good. All right. Well, I'm the ghost of pop culture present. Good to meet you. I think you have an identity crisis. No. I just came back to tell this guy he's a real fatty. Get out of here again, ghost. That was unco- that was that was a bit much. When he did it before, I was mean. That yeah. was over the top. Yeah. This time he came back. What a fuck. Ghost of Pop Culture Future, will you get over here? I'm sorry about that. He just wanted to be a dick. He? So now they have genders? Well, no, we can be whatever we want to be, but he's being a dick. Like, he has a dick. He's being a dick. 
He'll pop it back in. He'll be a woman. Ghosts have the ability to be whatever gender they want. All right, fine. Have you met Ben? Ben, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Good to see you. Yeah. How's your day? It's been pretty pretty quiet. You've pretty been, you've pretty been quiet. Some stuff. Yeah, pretty good. Any, anything fun you've been haunting lately? Yeah, a couple things. Like what? Yeah, just stuff. Just uh, maybe families or children or. Could you be more than just like one answer? Like, could you give more than one word answers to Ben? He came all the way here. There's no reason to be a dick to him. He's a very nice guy. <sighs> all right. What were you asking me, Ben? Have you been haunting anybody in particular? Like? Yeah, I've been haunting a lot of people. Anybody? Uh... Yeah, in particular. <sighs> You're lucky I don't haunt your fucking family. I wish you would. All right, then. I will. Do it. I will, then. Yeah, you should. I'm gonna. I like that. Try to stop me. I won't. Just I'll, try, though. I'll encourage it. No, you'll not I do that. I will root you on. All right, then. Fine. Do it. <sighs> Whatever. You are, you're never like this. You're usually the happiest of all the ghosts. Yeah, but this guy, whew, I don't care for him. Ben, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to encourage you in a way that... Yeah, you did. You did mean to encourage me. Stupid. All right. One of them hates me. One of them hates you. This makes no sense. That seems accurate. Do you want to try? Ben, could you, I feel like this. I've seen a lot of movies. I feel like if you gave like a heartfelt speech to the ghost, maybe it would turn it around. Can you give it like a heartfelt monologue? Like like maybe the ghost, like you, you guys have been on bad terms, but you want to try to get back together. Like, could you do that right now? Is it cool if he does that? Whatever. Whatever's just kind of it's a defense mechanism. It just kind of draws a, a barrier between you and I, and I feel like that though, it doesn't have to be that way. You know what I mean? I can I can be human. You can be ghosts. You can be in the future. Uh, I can be in the future talking with you about it, and we can you know. Yeah, I can recognize the present moment, but still talk about the future, and you can be all right. You can haunt people. I don't have to cheer you on. I guess you're you're just not responsive to that. So, you know, maybe. We'll just accept that we're different in some ways. Ben! Oh, that was so sweet! Oh, oh my. No one's ever talked to me like that before. At least I don't remember it. I'm the ghost of Pop Culture Future. I don't remember anything in the past or the present. What did you say? What's your name? I'm Ben. Just kidding. I know. Ben! Oh, Matt, thank you very much for having him do that. That was the sweetest thing. Well, I just thought there's no reason for you know for you guys to hate each other when you're both very nice. Oh, well, thank you, <laughs> Ben. Now that we're friends, can I say we're friends? We're friends. All we, right, we've made up. Ben, I'm, I gotta go. I'm really glad we made up. Um, do you want to have a reunion of this podcast in 15 years? Let's do it. Me, you, and Matt, we all get together. Maybe it, you guys, uh, I was told by my manager, uh, my manager is, uh, Lou Perlman. He's the guy that manages NSYNC. I was told by my manager that, uh, you guys were talking about the Golden Corral. Maybe we could do it at a Golden Corral. That sounds like a, a definite possibility. All right, get out of your calendars. Let's see, this, uh, this year, it's, uh, I don't normally work in years as a ghost, but uh, it's 2000. All right, 2030. Does that sound good, everybody? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't have plans now. On board. You're on? Let's on, on board. Let's uh, all right, well, we're recording this. Uh, it's not in October. Hold on, we're recording this in February. 
uh, on the 10th. So February 10th, 2030. Is that good for everybody? Check your calendar, Ben. It's it's open. It's open? It's open. Ghost, are you good? Uh, hold on. Let me get out my Palm Pilot. <sighs> yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. We're gonna. That's awesome. We've already set a plan. Scheduled. That's fantastic. I can't wait for that. It's going to be a fun time. But till then, Ghost, can you please ask Ben the question that we're all desperately waiting for to hear? Yeah, that's cool. Hey, Ben, what are you excited about in the future pop culture-wise? I got to go. Bye. Uh, ben, uh, it's going to be so much fun. Do you think Golden Crow still exists then in 15 years? Oh, yeah. Yeah? It's got like an extension. Do you think it'll change at all or do you think it'll be pretty standard? I think there'll be like a, a VIP area <gasps> where you get access to a buffet, maybe maybe section that the people down below don't get. What kind of food would be in that VIP area? Um, probably something melted, something chocolate. Something. You think a real food? You think everyone else has to eat like that fake Monsanto food and this will be like <laughs> real stuff? Oh, th- that'd be it. Th- there you go. Uh, it could be absolutely that. It's just like ab- food that's actually from farms and it's not just chickens that are, you know, beakless and whatever else. Okay. Whatever uh, horrible scenario we can imagine for this. Beakless chicken is the delicious. Um, you don't even have to smash that beak. You just no. enjoy that chicken. And they don't talk. They don't talk. They don't talk they back. Don't, they don't be clucking. Clucking, clucking. You're just going to get eaten. You're no different than a tomato. Um, is there anything that you're interested in coming up? Is there like a movie franchise or like you were talking about Kanye? Is there some music that you might be looking forward to or anything like that? Something coming up. Um, For example, uh, a young Sam Norton said he's like, looking forward to what the future holds for like the comedians that he knows to yeah. like, like for the next 10 to 15 years to see what his group of his peers will become. Oh, uh, no. So I don't know if you want to steal his. Uh, or I, don't, I don't give a shit about that. Okay. Very good. No. Okay. <laughs> sure. No, I, you know, I, I well, of course we all are well, curious. Well, 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 yeah. We'll be curious. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah. You know, move forward or stay in the same place or, or stop. Yeah. Or stop. Yeah. A lot of people stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean that'll be interesting, but that's yeah. Yeah, but what uh, are you into maybe seeing who, if Andy Dalton turns out to be a good quarterback or? Uh, oh man, he's so bad. He's so bad. He's so bad. He's so bad. I I know what that is, and I'm I can't attach myself to that in any way. Yeah, like I know that he's going to be a thing that exists for years to come within Cincinnati, still throwing interceptions, and they're and they're. It, but it, they're good enough. They're like a nine and seven team, ten and six, and they'd and they'd be much farther along without him. Yeah. You put you, think? you put dude if you put luck on that team or well. you put I, I'll even take color I'll take color outright because okay. there's an offensive line and there's a defensive line and it's a good team to some degree uh, besides the quarterback position which is the biggest weakness it has <sighs> Andrew Luck with an offensive line that would be amazing That'd be amazing yeah you know what I'm interested in I'm interested to see um it's, it's not really pop culture but like at what point mm. does like life is pop culture at it this is point true. in time it's all popular yeah um at what point like the the gap in wages. Like at, at what, okay. at what what at what point does it hit the point in the same way in Cincinnati with the, the, the Bengals where people will go, this is unacceptable, and they and they riot or they wouldn't riot. They, no. they just be, they just complain. Yes, and then they write a bunch of. They would call WLW seven hundred, and they would say the owner's a dick, which he's been for forever. Sure, he's gonna have to die. So, um, at what point? What, what when does the back fall out of it all? You know. Yeah, but what what do you think would happen? Like, how if the back falls out, 
like do people just stop going to these jobs or are there riots are there like does the government fucking come in and the national guard starts working at mcdonald's like what happens i don't know yeah but that's fascinating to think about yeah. all those scenarios you just mentioned were very fascinating yeah what what uh sir yes sir number four number three that's large fry yeah all those all those positions that are created if people just stop going to work and they stop buying into what it was what would happen i don't know what does people just hire those uh maybe the military men that you mentioned that might be doing mcdonald's jobs maybe they're hiring them to protect them yeah and then that's just i, I mean the money doesn't it's not. I'm going real. No, <laughs> real I, fucking I'm weird on this. But it's like, weirdly, it sounds like there was a series of episodes of Deep Space Nine back in the day when they had like poor people in camps. It was like right before the Federation like sort of took over. Really? It was in like San Francisco. They had like internment camps for like people that were not very well off. Yeah, that could happen. I mean, instead of like a a war of the races or a war of like us versus terrorism. It could be a class war. It could be a financial class war. Yeah. That could be a thing. I don't want to sound like Alex Jones, Alex Jones, but that could be a thing. Yeah. Because they have the money. Does that mean they have the power, Scarface? I don't know. First you get the money, then you get the women, and you get your power, then you get the women, right? <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. How powerful is McDonald's if the people that they are based on stop coming? Right. Because cause all those all, most of those those sources of income for people that are at the top of the food chain mm-hmm. uh, financially, it is based off you know making money off of people that don't have the money. So yes. at what point is it just like, well, you've got it all? Yeah. Why do we even try? Why are you, what are you going to buy with that if we just decide we no longer? Hmm. I just feel like that could never happen because you're going to have people to take their place. No one's ever going to be like, well, I don't have a job, but I stand with you. You're going to have someone that's going to be like, oh, you won't go work at McDonald's for $10? I'll go work at McDonald's for $10. That's true. Because I don't think we have, for the most part, I don't think our culture is good at standing together like that. No, we're very divided on things that usually don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you would never have the ability to just everyone up stand up and not i'm surprised like they had these little get i don't know the get togethers that's something but like the people boycotted going to work at like mcdonald's so they could get like a 15 dollar an hour wage or whatever yeah did everyone not go to work that day i wish well, that they wouldn't but i'm sure that i bet some people did because they f- thought fuck it i i can't i don't want to be the one yeah i have to make this 15 dollars so that i can buy this thing because if not i don't have money in my account to, yeah to pay for baby food or whatever sure is. so yeah which I'm, is the, th- the threat of that which is what the dire circumstance is that they could potentially be in or that they are in is it allows them not to have the freedom to protest against something that they don't believe. Yeah. It's like you weirdly need millionaires to fight for poor people. Right. It's like you needed men to vote for women to have the right to vote. Right. Or you needed white people to vote for black people to have the right to vote. Absolutely. Which yeah. is which is fucked up, but yeah. it's what it is. I, that's it. What's interesting is like, what if all women were like, collectively were like, you know what? We're not doing all the things that we do in society as far as jobs because we don't get, we don't get the same reward yeah. financially. If they all just were like, hey, we're not going to work because you don't value us the way you should. If fifty percent of the workforce stopped just coming stopped. in, stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And it and what what happens? Because the but these are things that. 
I think you could talk about it in theory, but again, just would never happen. It would never happen. Sadly. But it would be interesting if it did. Oh, it would be very interesting if it did. If they're just like, nope, not coming in today. Like, I'm calling in woman. Calling I'm in calling woman. in 25 cents less an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. It would be very interesting to see what happens. I mean, I don't know how that number works because I feel like there has to be some sort of skew in it. Because at the level of job that I have, I'm pretty sure any woman that has my job, if we start at the same time, would make around the same amount of money. Sure. But what? where does this become, like... How do you compare like LeBron James that makes this much a year to Rebecca Lobo who makes $107,000 a year for playing in the WNBA? Like how do you – that's more of a free market. That's People entertainment? Are, yes. Okay. Um, but where are the – where I, is this not – is this number not just like all jobs? That's a, that's a, that's a great example of – where numerically it, it is flawed because the outcome is different. Yeah. So it, it it's it's absolutely it's like a certain amount of people will pay for to see him to buy his merchandise to do all those things. Hence why he, the money is there. He generates revenue in this way. Yes. Um. I think that I've never never looked at like actors versus actresses mm-hmm. what they make and if it's there's a big gap there as well. But I know that there's actresses that do very well. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. You don't hear a lot of actresses making $20 million a picture, but there's usually always that one dude. They're like, Jim Carrey made $20 million to do the cable guy or, yeah. Jim, you know, that sort of. Adam Sandler made this much to do that. You do seem to hear more about the dudes that make that money yeah. than you do. So I've always been thrown off by the, is it 87 cents to the dollar or whatever? Is it 75 cents? I don't even know. It doesn't really matter. The fact that it's less is ridiculous. Right. It should be everyone makes the same amount of money. Um but I, I know I worked at a job once with a dude, and we got hired on at the same time. And I found out that he got paid 50 cents more an hour than I did, and we got hired on at the same time. And I was fucking furious. I was like, we do the same job. the same thing. Why did why do you make more money than me? That makes and, no and, sense. And was it, it – I'm guessing he asked for it. Or probably. He, or he pushed for it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably where in some of that lies is – that men are taught in some ways to be aggressive where women are not. Yeah. So it's a, and that's a generalization. So that doesn't hold water in every sure, circumstance. Of course. But, yeah. but there's a, there's probably a different mentality in the parenting of, of men and women that they shouldn't be as aggressive and things like that yeah. in those circumstances, which is, I guess, I guess, I don't know if I'm using the word. Well, I think you learn regard like I learned from that experience to then when I'm working at a job and I feel like I'm worth more than someone else that works there to say something. Yeah. Because I worked at Potbelly Sandwich Works and I went in a few times being like, I deserve more money than these other people because I'm good at my job. And you make that stance and then they either have it's to It's horribly awkward, but usually it's like, all right, I'll try. Or something like but that. But they're not, they're not going to give you that money until you're horribly you make it horribly awkward. Yeah. So it's like they're they should be paying you this amount and they're not. Yeah. Until you go, hey, guess what? I'm worth this. Yeah. And you need to recognize it, and you and you continue doing a great job. But you go, hey, you need to recognize it, and you have to make it awkward to get what you want, which yeah. is uncomfortable for everyone. Mm-hmm. But that's that thing of knowing what you're worth sure and it's like the day that i got the raise no one was like well i still feel awkward it was like hey i got you that raise yeah all right 
Cool. But they make it so weird. I one time I was working the first job I ever had, or the like the first like main job, I worked at a Hardee's in Rockville, Indiana, and some dude got a ten cent raise, and I made a joke about how that was bullshit and how I deserved. And this manager, like assistant manager, like just started yelling at me how I shouldn't be talking about money and all this nonsense. Why? Yeah, there's no reason why. The, the because employees. it helps keep people down. It helps that's keep why. people down. Yeah. That was the thing. That was like a thing that's always been in business. Oh, you don't talk about what you make. Why? Yeah. Because who does that benefit? It, it benefits, benefits the people that pay you. That pay you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't benefit the people getting paid. There was yeah. a there was actually a, a headlining comedian before I was ever even working in comedy that said to somebody, he goes, he goes, this is what I make. He goes, I'm if I'm coming back, they're gonna pay me that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. That's what I get. You knowing that doesn't doesn't hurt me. No. So why should I not tell you? Sure. Yeah. He's I mean it was a very it was a very interesting and forthright moment that I hadn't considered and you know. But it's a weird we're taught from a young age not to talk money like that. It's weird. It's they're holding us down. It's a new form of slavery. It's a way to divide people. It's a new form of slavery. A new form of holding we're people whispering down. so they'll not hear us say it. Don't hurt us for talking about it. Right? We fear your this podcast, this is the first time it really got serious. Well, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it is pop culture in a way that it uh, it's going to be on the news. It affects the pop culture that people could buy or be a part of. And it affects the world. And it affects pop culture-based things. Like, I would say McDonald's is pop culture. It affects everything. So, yeah, I think it totally is pop culture. So, don't. And it's always trying to grab onto pop culture and, and be a part of it. So, it is part of it. Yeah. yeah. Everything is pop culture these days. We've popped everything. We've popped it all. Yeah. Everything is popped. Doritos. I don't know why I said Doritos. Pringles. I I meant to go Pringles. Because once you pop, you don't stop. I was right there. I don't agree with that. I don't think Pringles are that great. They're mushed potato. They're they're reformed. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, depending on the flavoring, they're all right. They're fine. I prefer the stacks. Have you had the stacks? I haven't had the stacks. stacks. They're pretty good? They're better. They're they're thicker. Okay. And it's more like a chip that I would want to eat, not just that thin bullshit that a Pringles has. I find kettle chips, the crunchiness of a kettle chip is good. Uh But yeah, you don't get that nice stack in a canister. That's a really uniform way to have a chip. It's a neat way that people seem to love. Yeah. Except for I feel like you get so many so much less chips in that than you do in like a bag. You get you feel like you get less in a stacks than I a, do. Or in a Pringles even. Yeah. Well they I don't know. I'm not sure the numbers. I'm sure it's all weight based, so you might get the same amount. But yeah. something about I don't know. There's I'll always s- that air at the top of a bag of chips. Ugh, where you just open boys. it and you're like you tell this me bag yeah. was three fourths full. You took some of my chips. Yeah. Where are my chips at? Yes. Are we doing... Frito-Lay, man? Comedy in the 1990s? That does seem like a comedy bit it from does. the 90s. Well, I think I'm going to let the plug ghost sleep this week. It's The plug ghost, Ben, you don't, you don't get to meet the plug ghost. He lives in the plugs of my house. Okay. Uh, he pays one-third of the rent. Sounds it's nice. ridiculous. That's Have I given ghost. the rent structure? No. The plug ghost pays one-third of the rent in my house. The ghost of pop culture past, present, and future combined i'll pay one-third of the rent and me and my girlfriend pay one-third of the rent that sounds like a weird they're way to space even, it out they're not even like here that much it's awesome that's kind of awesome. it's really fucking tits but i have to let them on the podcast but plug ghost is more of like the uh uh the old uh groundhog 
Like if the plug ghost sees a shadow, he'll come out and be on mic. If he doesn't see a shadow, he doesn't come out on mic. And he didn't see a shadow. Didn't see a shadow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I still get to ask about plugs. Do you have any that you would like to plug? Uh, plugs. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you? You're on Twitter at Ben Bergman. At Ben Bergman. One in. Um, and then my dates and stuff like that. Ben Bergman comedy. Dot com. Yep. That's very fun. I went with the Matt Rig Show. Dot com. Like it. Because you take that show everywhere you go. I take it everywhere. Yeah. And it was, like, it was just different than just doing Matt Riggs comedy. I like it. Yeah. The Matt Riggs show. It's more, it's more inclusive of possibilities. Hey, I do everything. Yeah. I do this. I do that. I, was, I should have given examples instead of, of just random things. A little bit things. of that. A little bit of Monica. Um, all right. Well, I think I'm going to stop this. Well, thanks for having me, dude. Thank you for being on it. This was very fun. And I enjoyed like the seriousness that it sort of went out on. It was actually very fun. Because normally it's just some bullshit ghosts and uh, <laughs> and nonsense, but this uh, we got onto a real topic. It was, was kind of fun. I appreciate it, Ben. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Oh, Ben Bergman, Ben Bergman, Ben Bergman. He did not. Okay, I thought he might show up like Beetlejuice. He did not. Um, great episode with Ben Bergman. Catch him on his website, benbergmancomedy.com, or on Twitter at Ben Bergman. I've been Matt Riggs, as always. You can email me at matt at popculturebeast.com. We did receive one email this week. I'd like to give a shout-out to Robert Tutwiler. Robert Tutwiler, if you've never heard that name before, uh, you've never listened to one of my podcasts, because he's the guy that designs all of the art. So thank you, Robert, for sending an email, and you asked a question that we had talked about already on Facebook by the time I received it. So hooray for Robert Tutwiler. If you want to be mentioned right here at the podcast, I can do it. Just email Matt at popculturebeast.com. Tweet uh, at Matt Riggs. You can always go to iTunes and leave a review. So far, we've got two. They're both positive. That's a plus we could use. How about by next week, two more, guys? Let's do two more. That's not that hard. Two more reviews on iTunes of popculturebeastcarol.com. This show is available Wednesdays at popculturebeast.com and Fridays on iTunes. Allegedly, it's on Stitcher, but it won't update, so I'm going to stop even talking about it. So go to iTunes and go to popculturebeast.com. Not only for my podcast, but for other podcasts and up-to-the-minute pop culture-related articles. Well... We'll see you here next week. Great guest next week. Had a great guest this week. Yet to have a guest. It's not great. So welcome. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but you'll welcome him with open arms. Um, Steve Perry. All right, Journey. <laughs> so excited that I coughed. All right, guys. If I don't see you, do me a favor. Enjoy the rest of your life. Pop culture ghosts, ghost to coast.